Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Jim and Sam Town Square. I'm Scott King. Jim and Sam fans know me from the Forbes articles. And I'm joined, as always, by multi-Emmy award-winning television producer Chris Cangilla. Today, we're recapping week one of June 2023. Chris, what's going on, man? You know, it's another good week of Jim and Sam. Uh, We had a loaded, I think, extremely loaded uh, week of great content. You know, I told you when they came back from vacation, they'd bring a lot of good stories and a lot of new things. And I think we learned a ton this week. Absolutely. They always do. I'm always a big fan of the first day of the week shows, especially after a long break. There's always so much to get to. And like you said, the stories are amazing. We got a lot of great stories. Uh, you, you know, we got a lot to get to. I we, I we were talking before the show. I think Troy has been on fire since doing our show. I mean, maybe a little head on the back. Sam keeps bringing up his uh, appearance on our show. Troy is just firing in lines, being hilarious. Uh, and then, you know, Sam's uh, Sam's also... Also on fire quite a bit with uh, some hilarity as well. And there's something I, I want to tell everyone to be on the lookout for. You're actually working on another podcast. Yeah, man. Thanks for bringing that up. Yeah, I. Uh, it's funny because I am uh, uh, one of eight children. I have uh, four sisters and three brothers. I'm the baby of the family. And being the youngest, uh, my folks were a little bit older. So I had a dad that was uh, 18 years old and serving in uh, the army in World War II. So as part of uh, my brother's uh, recent trip to Europe, he was tracing my dad's steps. I thought it'd be really kind of cool to talk to him about it and see, you know, all the things that he went through. Now, you know, my dad was 42 when he had me, which was, you know, I was a little young, you know, for all the stories that dad told when uh, when he was uh, he's no longer with us. But when he was alive, he told us some great stories Um, and I didn't get them all. So my brother retraced his steps. We're going to talk about it. It's called Our World War Two Dad. And uh, looking to have that posted probably on Father's Day. It'd make a good day to have that out. So that's what we're working on. Thanks, man. What's going on with you? What are you working on? If you saw me shaking my head, I shake my head when something like there's a perfect title or something. Just you guys nailed it. And such a great thing for you and your family. That's awesome, man. I can't wait. Um, Thanks. I recently interviewed Tom Holland, who seemed like it gave me some good stuff about uh, you know, how we'd like to be on screen with Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman. And then I'm just reading everyone else. Everyone else got the big scoops about how he's taking a year off and and Spider-Man's in limbo, Spider-Man 4. But I'm still kind of happy with what we talked about. And Friday here, my story with the comedian Louis Black um, just went up. Some great stuff on the writer's strike and why Jon Stewart is such a good uh, debater of sorts. So, yeah, thank you. And, and be on the lookout for those, everybody. So a busy week for us. But, you know, let's get to the reason why we're here. Let's Absolutely. talk a little bit about uh, about Jim and Sam and where we want to begin. You know, unfortunately, I think there was some sad news, but it, it brought yeah. about some great moments, some highlights from Jim and Sam and Opie and Anthony, RIP to the Iron Sheik and Pat Cooper. I mean, Sheik, we know Sam did a great job, as he always does with wrestling, kind of breaking down how meaningful Sheik was to, to back then, WWF and WWE overall, um, with kind of being the heel to put Hulk Hogan over. That's Madison Square Gardens, as Sam kept saying, which uh, is how the Sheik would yeah. say it. And Pat Cooper, just an amazing, amazing insult comic. And Jim had a great point about how, you know, Don Rickles did the same thing, but he was Mr. Warmth. Pat Cooper was just vicious. And he was yeah. great on Stern and great on Opie and Anthony. The boys mentioned it, too. He said, you know, Jim said, I really knew Pat a lot and not uh, Iron Sheik and switch it for Sam. He knew Iron Sheik more than Pat. And they had great things to say. Of course, we got to hear you know, the Iron Sheik's uh, song that Troy put out, the uh, <laughs> Camel Clutch, which did get stuck in my head, as Jim uh, said it would. Um, and then Pat, you know, it was some good stories about his interaction um, with uh, Patrice, you know, and these two 
legends, you know, and you wouldn't think Pat would like Patrice or vice versa, but you could tell this admiration for, for each other when they're working together on tough crowds. So yeah, it was, Absolutely. it was a sad week, but it was nice to reflect on, uh, on those guys' career. Absolutely. Great to hear those old clips. And speaking of clips, I mean, we just can't stop getting mentioned by the show. We cover very diligently here. Uh, Jim and Sam, I think Sam's usually the one bringing it up and, and giving us credit and referencing our interview with Troy and it happened again. And we really, really appreciate it. Mr. Yeah, it's, it's really, it's really nice that the, uh, they mention us. They of course don't have to do that, but you know, he, he, he respects that we really want to do a good job here and that we research and that we present the the material, but also, you know, he said that, you know, Troy was a little shy about uh, talking about his legendary status with, with us as he is with the other guys there, but it's, it's legendary and it's quite a status. So he should be very proud of that. And then of course, Another little nod to us, a little bit. I'm reading into this a great deal, but Sam mentioned towards the end of, I think, Thursday's show, uh, his one question uh, segments that he used to do. He yeah. talked about that, and he said, uh, they were talking about Taylor Swift, and he said that he did have a one question for Taylor Swift where he said, you know, he had to wait long for this junket. They brought her in and, and wait forever to get in the moment to to come up to her and say, do you like grapes? She said, yes. He goes, thank you very much. And that was it. So it was kind of cool that we'd mentioned one question last week in our recap of some of the best moments and uh, Sam brought it back for us. So I hope we get a little bit more. It'd be nice to Sam to pass the torch and maybe have someone else. Montone would be great at a one question. So maybe we'll yeah, send we'll some see. guys out. We'll, we'll see. And now it's now it's the perfect vision news instead of the lazy eyewitness news, perhaps. That's right. uh, yeah. So, yeah. And, and another thing that was kind of unfortunate, it felt bad for New Yorkers this week with the air quality. I mean, it looked those pictures... You know, I was not taking the air for granted here in Chicago, kind of walking around the other day uh, with nice weather. It's things were orange. It looked terrible. Sam talked about how it's kind of like it almost felt like you're going back into COVID with the masks. And uh, someone you might remember who it was at a good point about how, you know, you're not seeing images of the wildfires. You're just seeing images right. of the air here to kind of, you know, point out our narcissism. Yeah, it was kind of funny. Sam also brought up that maybe this, you know, who's going to be the first conspiracy theorist to bring up these these, you know, maybe it's not the wildfires that are creating these orange clouds. Maybe it's something, you know, sinister. And uh, and Travis, you know, in reference to that said, yeah, it's a, it's from Big Mask, you know, in reference to Big Pharma. So it's Big Mask. So watch out. <laughs> They're going to be in, troll, in control. But yeah, it was, it was sad to see that. And then Jim, of course, you know, they talked about the smoke was coming down from Quebec. And Jim, you know, mentioned to you, he goes, I, you know, Jim is always inquisitive, right? He wants to know specific. And he's like, where, well, where, where is it coming from, Quebec? And Sam goes, Can I go to the bathroom. Know. Yeah. He goes, where's it coming from Quebec? And he's like, Sam goes, I don't know the address. It's like, it's coming from Quebec. It's a fire yeah, right. there. It's just, I just love their impatience with Jim. And I think Jim understands that too. Absolutely. And he would definitely be looking for a uh, place to go S in Quebec. Of Speaking course. of Jim, uh, there is so much, we, we've been chronicling domesticated Jim. There's always so much to talk about. There's always developments. And I, this might be the most domesticated Jim jam packed episode we've had chris right i'm gonna go through our, our domesticated gym topics and then we'll just kind of dissect them how we please here we got so many levels so many different so things to dive into it's just i couldn't imagine you know we got they were on vacation yep. we got some stuff at home that really built up from this whole week that uh were just you know treats and little little you know great nuggets for all of us it's like trying to get our chips into a seven layer dip here we got yeah vacation staycation a lot happened Jim's uh, was forced to take an Uber because the air quality from his girlfriend. Uh, he called it henpecking. There was a domestic incident 
with uh, his girlfriend, forgetting that she was boiling eggs, burning the eggs, and then having to leave them on the terrace to cool off. She doesn't like when Jim says he has to. Um, how's he phrase it exactly? Do you remember? For which part? What? How does he phrase uh, the, the the Jim stew talk? What does he say? Oh, yeah, petrified Jim, stew. Yeah, Jim. Uh, fortunately, didn't feel good and had some petrified stew. He had to drop off. So. Um, she didn't like that reference to what uh, going number two was for him. So yeah, petrified stew. I don't think I like it either, but I can get it. Not you know, those are eating. There's also she wanted him to take a cab anytime that it, there's a thunderstorm or, or possibly even raining to avoid lightning. And Jim is, as we've been seeing, he's been going deeper and deeper into the Facebook chats, into eBay. Jim is now, as I believe, as he put it, officially addicted to eBay and buying as many Kiss posters uh, from other countries, too, as he can. And not only is that going to cost a pretty penny, his girlfriend is talking to Lisa, Travis's lovely wife. And we do know that she is a woman of high taste. And lastly, Jim is afraid of grilling. So, Chris, yeah. all those, I'm going to I'm gonna let you jump in and, and see what's on the top I have, of your mind. I have a, a couple of takes on each one of these, so I will go, go for quickly. It. Go for but. It. I will tell you, you know, first of all, Jim's living situation with his girlfriend should be a reality show. I think uh, Florentine really brought that to light, yep. and with the Sam or Sam did. It's 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 so funny, and it's just so odd. I just love to see that. So yes, they went on vacation. They went to Providence, so that's P Town, I guess, and uh, we're there. And and Jim made a purchase. You remember what Jim purchased in P Town? If you don't, I'll share it with you. I'm gonna let a, you say it because I know you're excited about it. I am very excited. He got a bucket hat. Jim got a bucket hat because he wanted to be like Ian. And they said he looks a little bit like the uh, lead singer for New Radicals. And uh, so <laughs> I, I have to I haven't looked that up. I will need to do that. So everybody, if you want to pull up that picture, that's what what Jim like looks like. And then the, let's talk about the egg incident. Right. They're going to boil some eggs. The eggs um, were left on it on the pot or on the stove too long and and started burning and it was uh, as if it was level three catastrophe call 911 fire department for Jim's girlfriend. And they had to take it out to the terrace and set the eggs out there. Now, this has happened to me. I'm not sure if it's happened to you, but if you put water and you boil some eggs and you forget about it, all the water evaporates and leaves the pot. Yeah. yeah. And the eggs remain. So now you have flame, a metal pot, and eggs and shells. So, yes, it does burn the eggs. They do start smelling. It happens. I don't think if you, I think if you just turn off the fire on the stove or the electricity, whatever you have on there, and move this, it's all going to be fine. But yeah, it, they had some issues there. And it, this sounded like possibly as much of a catastrophe as the, I think, still an unidentified bug. Was it a hornet? Was it a bee that got behind? The uh, who was that poster signed by? It was uh, it was um, uh, oh my gosh, Woody Allen, maybe? No? I think you're right. I think you're right. Yeah. Behind the Woody Allen poster, you are right. I know you're right. And Travis, give him credit, said that after someone said that this could his him and living with his girlfriend could be a reality show, Travis said no one would believe it, and that's that's kind of how we it's 100% feel. percent true. Just, I don't know if we deserve all this this gloriousness. The, yeah, the Uber. So I had predicted that he was going to go on a cruise, I believe. And while I was wrong about that during the break, because we know he likes to surprise us during breaks, like the Iceland trip, he is going to be on a cruise uh, performing with Burt Kreischer. So that's. That's interesting. Book your tickets now. I think uh, I think yeah, we need to have, I know they're having the podcast, another podcast on there. I think we should get the invite to do the Jim and Sam Town Square podcast on yes. the cruise. So, Jim, yes. if you happen to hear this, you know, all we ask for is, you, you know, free room and board and, uh, a, 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 you know, a little, a little a place bit, to talk like this, guys. Exactly. Exactly. But so the vacation stuff kind of let off 
with Troy becoming Florida Troy. He's a different yes. person when he's in Florida versus New York. He bought a grill and a smoker. The thing is huge if you saw it on Instagram. And uh, his girlfriend and, and he are doing a lot of fiance, I should say, doing a lot of grilling, which led to thinking, Jim, I need to grill. But he's worried about using gas grills and had to get callers to help him with it. It's you turn the gas on, you grill, you turn the gas off. End of story. I mean, you can do burgers, you can do steaks, we can do hot dogs, whatever you need to do. He's a little afraid of that, but that's OK, because Jim is turning into a domesticated person. Um, one other thing I want to talk about, and I'm going to turn it back over to you to kind of wrap up it. this segment is. You know, Jim got addicted to the uh, Kiss posters, right? He bought a lot of them. How many do you think that he bought over this last period of time? Because he bought the Chopper posters and then found that they were factory seals, sealed ones. And I think he bought those too. It was, Sam was scrolling through it and it was a long list. Do, do you think he bought over 10? What's he over and under? Yeah, I think Travis brought to attention how long the scrolling was happening. I think for me, the over under is 15. I think more, I think 10 would have been like, a logical person who's excited about this and maybe finding it for the first time, but he's been on the hunt for a while. He had some time off. There was things going on causing a, a stir or a panic with the girlfriend uh, at the apartment. So yeah, I think, I think at least 15, maybe 20. Then, yeah, you're probably right. And then the girlfriend was talking to Lisa cause she is yeah. a, a woman of higher stock than Travis for sure. Yeah. And she has great taste. <laughs> anytime, you know, Sam brought up anytime that, uh, you know, Lisa's talking to their significant others, it's just going to be an expensive affair and uh but i'll tell you what lisa brought the guy's pizza from frank's pepe and uh, i think any you know ill will feelings about lisa being of higher stock and, and corrupting their significant others was put them you know to the side because this great pizza brought in for the guys and it was a it was a definite treat and a lot of a lot of high marks for lisa also a reminder of how overly dedicated jim gets to his nutrition and fitness we know he loves frank pepe's pizza and he was just happy to smell it he didn't he, th he thanked her for bringing it in just so he could smell it i don't know how you don't have one or two pieces if he knows he's going to exercise later or get right back on the diet i mean he you, you for better or worse he commits the kiss posters the diet jim is a man who commits and uh it is admirable it is it definitely is. And I, I I have to do that a little bit, too, because I was, uh, as Jim would say, a fat piggy boy most recently. And uh, I am you know, right. I 20. So, no, you're not. You look terrific. But, mm. you know, where I wouldn't be able to do that is if I was at a party or a cookout or something. Yeah. It sounds like we might get the soiree this weekend. My bet my money is on this weekend. I don't know how you feel. It could be happening. We're taping Friday could be happening right here on Friday and we don't know anything about it. What are your thoughts? I don't know if they do the soiree. So I might have to upgrade to professional corporate Zoom to, to cover the soiree. It's going to be amazing. I yeah, absolutely. I can't wait to. Um, you know, you know who I wonder gets an invite to the soiree. One of Jim's close friends, Jim Florentine, and talk about his appearance. I believe it was on Monday. My God, just right out of the gate, just an incredible guest. He doesn't go in as much as Boss and Bob Kelly, but we know he's a lifelong friend of Jim. Not lifelong. I'm sorry. They they start a career together, basically. Right. I know what you're saying, but you know, at this long. point, they are career long, lifelong yeah. friends. Would you say? Yeah. Both represented by Johnny Brand Muffins, and right. look this this appearance by Florentine and and what he always brings to the show makes me want to ask. Our listeners and, and Jim and Sam fans, is Florentine the most underrated guest in the history of Jim and Sam? 
You know, you make a really valid point because he has this kind of just sit in and it's like he's been the third chair for a while, just yeah. kind of picks it up and goes with it. He has rapport with Sam when they're talking about stupid Sam's food choices and Chili's, the restaurants and he Jack goes Fridays, to. Yep. He has, he can share all with all in the sports thing, you know, and fantasy football with all the guys there in Montone and everybody. He can talk music and, you know, Troy's right there because, you know, Jim did a lot of stuff with, uh, what was the, uh, the Eddie Trunks uh, show? Um, Anyway, the VH1 show that yeah. Jim was on for a while, but uh, he that metal you know, show, yeah, that metal show, right? And then, of course, he has this relationship with Jim and the history there. And in that relationship with Jim, he also worked a lot with Voss, right? right. And he brought a ton of Voss stories. Why don't you share a couple of the uh, the Voss stories that uh, Florentine brought? And his stories are always great. We heard him talk about Eminem too, but these Voss stories were unreal, and they were kind of focused on one theme and that is being uh Mr. Voss is tight with a penny. Uh we we heard about we heard about a single George Foreman grill uh while he's headlining dates. This sounds like pretty later into his career. Traveling with that Voss on a plane, him. right? What's that? He traveled with that on planes. On planes. And Voss said he called in to thun himself later as he tends to do and he said it wasn't the last like several years but before that he was still doing this. So there was that. There's a single George Foreman grill. There is uh, a collapsible coffee pie. Well, I mean, what was there was like? I feel there's one or, or two other. There things. was one more that Jim brought, and I think it's what Jim kicked everything off of. He's like, "Do you yeah. remember that time?" And I think maybe uh, Norton was there, but Florentine said, "You know, remember that time when uh, Voss got the extra lobster tails <laughs> after the the meal that he was served from working, and and brought those lobster tails home and was going to take them to travel home with him, and ended up eating them in one of the you know like the Delta Lounge or something like that." Right, it's just, right. Come on, bud. Come on. And then, of course, the persistence. I can't say that French word, but it's you know what I'm saying. They um, this is before Florentine got there that Rich fell for a Facebook car giveaway, a car giveaway. So much so that when he did call in, Jim goes, hey, are you driving a new car? Right now? <laughs> so he just kind of got in there. So next thing you know, he's going to be donating his money to a arabian prince that might hit him up on email oh my god oh my god and i i want to say real quick uh with Voss being cheap sam sam this is how sam has used all the comedians he's hung out with in the studio from opening anthony and, and jim and sam and, and going to shows like it's all rubbed off on him because he made a comment about Voss when you know Voss, you know my generation a lot of comics my age they open for him or work with him at a club and it is kind of patrician that headliners, if you're a cool headliner, like when I was doing stand-up, you buy lunch for the guys. And Sam goes, these guys think, you know, they're going to get a lunch from Rich Voss. He's got, he's got old lobster tails. He's He's got his George Foreman. Like, it's not happening. He's way too Yeah, they're cheap. talking about him maybe making some hot dogs for him. But after <laughs> he made his own hot dogs on the grill, would he serve his... Uh, there, uh, or there it is, right there. Go ahead, and you can make some. There's the buns, and there's the there's the oh, wieners. So disappointing. Yeah, I some several guys bought me lunch. It was super cool. And you you that look at cool. the headliners when of you're of course when you're, it's what you should yeah, do when you're making the money. You yeah, bet. not Voss though. No, not uh, Voss. we got to get to another big item this week, and like it, it feels like there might be a breath of fresh air in the studio. We got a guy named Cooper as a new intern, and uh, I'll ask you first. What are your impressions of Cooper? Yeah, he's young, which I like. You know, he's going to bring in this thing uh, that has a little, like you said, a little breath of fresh air. He's not shy to speak no, up. I liked it. Yeah. And I saw that he was also, you know, quick to uh, look things up on the other laptop. Travis was looking up one thing. He'll look up another. 
sometimes it gets a little bit uh, confusing on who's running this show there because Travis was looking up something. Cooper looked it up and Cooper got it wrong. So Travis had to make sure that he knew his place a little bit. But no, it was, it was fine. Exactly. He's way. learning his way. But he's doing he's doing great. And uh, of course, you know, Troy tried to corrupt him a little bit. You want to share tried that? tried to turn him right off the bat. Yeah. He tried to, to bring him right to uh, him and him and Jim's level with uh, a certain type of, of of element that we hear on the show. And this is what I'm going to be listening to with the more I hear Cooper is when Troy is asking him stuff like if he uh, likes a certain kind of adult video or if he I don't know if Those I can say eats, eats a perhaps uh, okay. things like that. Yeah, I don't. I didn't hear any responses to these questions. I think Travis and Sam, be the the you know the little bit more square, more uh, business approach. Yeah, yeah, they're cutting them off from asking those things. So like, I I'm gonna be I'm gonna be paying attention to see how how Cooper kind of interacts and responds to uh, Troy. As when I was listening to that, I was thinking about you know maybe uh, you know there are if you sign up for an internship with on the Jim and Sam show. You on this kind of thing. I think you're probably vetted. He's an adult, you know, and you you know that this is what's going to happen and what you could talk about in the subject matter. I just think that maybe, uh, you know, Travis and Sam are a little bit protective of that and want to make sure that uh, they don't lose an intern if he's a he turns out to be a good one, which I think he will be. I just realized that you never have a beverage during our show. I've had two, I have two almost every show. I don't know if they call I, me Scotty no, beverages. I don't think you. I don't think you watch enough, but you'll see a big red mug which has like the cold drink, and then of course I'm having tea here. My voice is a little oh, okay. I, I do recognize here. your mug. I do recognize the mug. I just don't want Please. them to call me Scotty beverages in the comments. So. Well, you also are doing a very good job of 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 displaying the things you purchase from the Chip website, and it is uh, part of the show. Yeah, I mean you're it's part. You're it right on. You're right on theme and everything. But yes. you know, we talked about Cooper. We yep. talked about the guys really sharing things. They got another delivery. They got Speaking something of merchandise. else. In the yes, go. No, I was just happy to see. You know, we, we've there was so much made of the the original Edna Faust T-shirts that were gifted to the show that had to be corrected, and there were some new ones that came in. I, I, I like these ones. I got to give props to uh, Triumph Printing Company. That name stood out to me because I work for a, a publisher called right. Triumph. My full time job uh, doing PR for them. So they had a, a great picture of Edna. She looked amazing, and they had. The Dunkin' Donuts colors for the uh, words cold coffee. Cold coffee. I, I thought those were great shirts. Yeah, it was it was good to see that. But, you know, they had to deliver those. You know, they had to come in through a box, probably through the mail, coming to the guys. Have you ever had to take things to drop them off at the post office, you know, send packages? I'm going today. When I So I've talked about before about my collectibles, mostly buying and selling comics. Sold one. I got to take today. So I'm going to be oh, at the nice. post office today. Yeah. Nice. Someone has a little more challenges when when they go to the post office and Sounds try. Like that. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about what Jim was experiencing. He, you might remember exactly the specifics of why he was on a mission at the post office, but I can one hundred percent identify with him. Kind of ranting about how disgruntled they are. They really are, and you can understand why. I mean, so much. If you watch Seinfeld, Newman Newman was would always talk about the mail just keeps coming. So, yeah, it's a running joke with the post yeah. office employees being disgruntled right. and the DMV employees. But yeah, they it, it just make it easy. Just answer my questions. Just make it yeah, easy. Yeah, I didn't give you a hard I know there's a lot of people here and people are miserable and customer service is tough. And the mail keeps coming, but I'm not being a jerk. So right. I, I don't remember exactly what, what Jim was trying to do there, but uh, I think yeah. they made him get out of line. And Yeah, he was just that. having a hard time. And he knows better. Like, you know, as soon as you raise your voice or start cursing, then you're, yeah. you're done, either on the phone or in person. Um, you know, I've had some customer service issues of late and they're not big deals because my customer service issues center around maybe $10, $15 worth of a product. But 
my uh, my son went to go pick up a little Caesar's pizza. Hope they'll never sponsor us because I'm not really happy with them right now. <laughs> and got this pizza, and it's up on my Twitter. And I might have to retweet Little Caesars again because I've gotten zero zero help from them. I tell them about this situation. This is how my pizza. Shows tell them how up. big we are in Ireland. You got to tell them yes, how big this we are. Guess. Big in Ireland. I don't know if they have Little Caesars in Ireland, but maybe they do. Maybe they do. But I, you know, I share with them. You know, just this is a disappointment. You know, keeping it cool and clean. Oh, sir, would you please call us our uh, customer service number? A call, no answer. No answer. Rings, 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 rings. Tell them I called that. Will you please reach out to me? They, it just goes circle and circle, and nothing ever happens. So, as a treat, what I'll do is when you. Let us let the, our viewers know that this episode has been posted. Yes. I'll put that in the comments of the of the Twitter. Please uh, do, and you can see exactly what this pizza looked like because it you was know, it was sad. And customer service just stinks. It's anymore. terrible, and that was a disgraceful pizza pie that I saw on, on your on your Twitter. What's your Twitter, real quick, so guys can look at it? It's see, it's Chris Cangella, the same as you see when we put our little names up there uh, on this uh, video thing. But yeah, it's. Uh, C-H-R-I-S-C-A-N-G-I-L-L-A at Chris. Make sure you follow us both because Chris is great with the production about putting our our, uh, Twitter handles up there. And look, I I wouldn't be surprised if if because of who we are in our platform that someone else might find out about this wrong and write it. Maybe send you a nice Schnatter's pie. You never know. Or Frank's Pepe, because I think that's the one to have. Right. Import from New York. Exactly. All right. We got to we got to touch on this now. I I still am dying to see. I think it was Chip that Jim did a VR video with Chip. I think doing the Darth Vader game, and yeah. I'm reminded of this. I still want to see it because they talked about the unveiling of the new Apple Vision Pro, um, and and it's VR and AR. AR is augmented reality, right? I'm still kind of yeah. learning, yeah, about all this. And, and it's you know really affordable at four thousand dollars a unit, so. Totally. That should be great. And no their problem. push, as Sam was going through it, is that you can have this on and still parent. As You have young children. So I'm sure yeah, that you do, your wife would love for you to have a VR headset on there because it, it takes images of your eyes and projects them on the outside of the, the vision thing. So it looks like you're paying attention to your kids. I mean, how, I'll wait to see it. I think, it's, I think we need to try these things to see how they work. But uh, it, it looks crazy. I do, I do want to bring up, I read this book and... Trust me, I don't read a lot. My wife will tell you. I just, I'm more of a visual learner, but I had court duty, you know, jury, uh, court, uh, jury duty, I should say. <laughs> it sounds like you had to report to court for something. I know, it does sound like, no, I had jury duty <laughs> and you can't bring in your phones. At least you couldn't back then. So I had to get a paperback and I got this Ready Player One. I don't know if you've ever read this book. It, they made it into a movie. The movie wasn't great, but it's all about this. It's, you know, not a post, you know, apocalypse kind of thing, but it's, you know, the kind of world we're going to where things yeah, are just... Right. Not not the best for America, and everybody's kind of tuning out and putting these VR headsets on, and their kids are screaming, and they're just doing their thing, and it's exactly you know what this Vision Pro might lead us to. So we'll see. But you know, Travis mentioned that there was you know this this thing has a lot of cool technology, and Jim said, "What you, you you're just gathering that by reading the article, or did you actually see it in here?" I mean, she's it's, it's like it's it. right in front of your face. It was fun. I'm sure I'm sure it's good, and I think that they everyone kind of agreed it's going to be better than the. Uh, metaverse terrible we characters oh god that's big, and it's a big soft sidebar on that. Spot for jim yeah i saw a really cool reel or uh, a tiktok or something where guys are playing softball and it's from this view and they're playing as if they're the we characters where they bounce around when they run to the <laughs> thing and then when when they make a catch they catch the ball and they look like they do in the we characters look at you so it's really funny yeah. if you ever get a chance anybody listening get a chance to see the live action we characters playing baseball 
it is what I think of when Jim talks about how horrible the meta uh, people look without. <laughs> Check limits. it out. The weed dodgeball game was amazing. My friends and I played after the bars uh, after college. Side note there. Uh, sure. Something. This is great. Sometimes you get a gem from the past that like I, I, I think I missed this one. Because I remember on Opie and Anthony, they had a whole thing with Tony Danza and they and they would talk about Tony Spider-Man Danza. in his Spider-Man costume when he was hosting yeah. his Tony Danza. He uh, was packaged pro- uh, positive, if you want to say that. Yes, there's that. And they like, yeah, he like they they ragged on him so much that I think he had to like call the show at one point. And it was just amazing. They ripped on his his talk show so much. But there's a picture of Jim with Tony Danza. And um, there, there may or may not have been some stains on Jim's shirt. I'll, I'll let you field if you want to, how deep you want to oh, dive into that. Thank you. I, I'll tell you what, I was hoping that you're going to take this one. It seems like I've done the heavy listing in our post, uh, our other podcast, but yeah, yeah, do it at me. So I'll take it. Yeah, there was um, a stain that Jim would make, um, you know, that Jim makes probably every night and it was on his shirt and he took a picture. Uh, I mean, we're not sure if the shirt was washed and had that stain still there or if the shirt wasn't even washed. <laughs> And the picture was taken with Tony Danza, but there it is. And uh, and the guys had a good time looking at it and uh, well, maybe not looking at it, but seeing Jim taking a picture with a celebrity and having that on his shirt. It was probably Pepsi. Um, yeah, it know. was Pepsi. It was Pepsi Definitely for sure. Pepsi. Another um, perhaps disaster, not on a shirt, but on the prep sheet. And look, we love Jim and Sam. The Jim and Sam program supports this program, but I don't I don't know if, if we can take more prep sheet follies and disasters like this this time when mike cannon a show regular was a guest um they had on the prep sheet to ask it mike about the uh what uh what i'm trying to think what uh social media site it was i'm not sure if he uh, yeah he's an influencer or but yeah the the guy's handle is waxing 22 and i don't think it was instagram but they told they it was on prep sheet to ask mike about waxing 22 and it took him a good Almost a couple minutes to figure yeah. out who they're talking about. And he posted about him long time ago. Yeah, like, and like it was like one like... and done and didn't yeah, or like something about it. But yeah. Um, and and this guy, and it and here's the thing also with the pizza prep that they didn't have, it leads to great commentary. It leads Always. to great stuff. And Travis points that out. It's like, yeah, you guys, it's led to great things here. It's led to some incredible things. So, you know, what can you do? It was absolutely amazing. I just my question is why why are we why are we seeing these amazing prep sheet follies now? Like what is is someone doing a little more of that than they used to? I don't know, but I love it. I, or maybe they're just pointing it out now. We're running out of time quickly. All right, so I, wanna, I want you to quick. hit some hit some stuff really quick. I don't think we're gonna be able to get into it, but we had some B talk when Mike Cannon was there. Um that was good. I'm gonna throw some stuff out there. You tell me what you want to talk about. We yeah, talked yeah, about uh, uh zion's uh uh the nba player's girlfriend and others and the issues around there i i do want to mention this a little bit uh i will stand a, a second on that that them looking at uh, zion's girlfriend jim and, and troy got in that fog again and and uh the difference this time is in that fog montone played tour director and helped the guys find other things to get you know more cloudy on if you will and he took them through there. So that was a little crazy. The last the one. Fog. Yeah. I feel like. Go ahead. Uh, sorry, go ahead, Chris. No, no, no. You hit it, man. I was going to say, uh, Troy may, may have been trying to bring Cooper into that very fog. But yeah, basically, they looked up uh, the one Zion girl, and she was a lovely lady. And Troy got so worked up that he had to leave the studio and. Take a walk. I, he took I think a Jim, walk. What's that? He took a walk. 
He took a walk, man. He's trying to cool off. I think Jim sure. said that he was going to every office and studio asking if someone could take care of it for him. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I want to end before we get to, uh, and if we have time for other things, we'll do them afterwards. Before we get to our best guests in our line of the week, I want to end on what's kind of a sad note is that I think Jim has confirmed that after this contract, he's done, right? He did. He did. Uh, it was They were talking about a show called Busted Open, I believe, that is on another SiriusXM channel and somehow gets replayed on Faction Talk, Jim and Sam's channel, which they have been trying to get a replay at night on their channel. They don't have one. They used to. And it also was revealed that Sam had been trying to get a wrestling show. Sam was very prominent in the professional wrestling world. So another head scratcher there that, that, that couldn't happen. So, but no, there's some show that I had not heard of until the other day getting replayed on their channel, uh, which prompted Jim once he found out to say that he is officially going to be done. Yeah. It's, it's unfortunate, but you know, you can understand the frustration there, you know, they have 100%. such great talent and doesn't seem to use them properly. So hey, should another, we do um, go ahead. I was gonna say another visual um, Sam was talking about, you know, I love collectibles, as, as I've right. said. Sam was talking about the Marvel Masterpiece cards, and I think his mom put a lock on his bag. His padlock. Uh, when he's little, little, it's a little Sammy story, right? A little Sammy story. Great little Sammy story. So no one would take him. And you know what? I just got one graded. I got this is uh, Psylocke. You can see here. Uh, I'm trying. Yeah, tilt that down it, just a little bit. Yeah, there, there we go. Perfect. Uh, Perfect. She's in, in the X-Men. And right. right there, you can see a signature from Herb Trimpey, who co-created Psylocke, and more importantly, is credited with co-creating Wolverine. That's so, crazy. Do you mind sharing what the uh, ballpark on the card like that would be? You know, I don't know. His signature, um, a lot of times when he's created, he's, he's no longer with us, but a lot of times when his creators pass away, it's very valuable. I think this might just this might just go for like 75 bucks or something now, but it's cool it's to impressive. have. I like it. I'm really and happy. You've had it for a while? Nine, a mint nine. Nice. Yeah, so, it's not one of one. A Tom no, Brady. not the one of one. Like we we've heard, heard of those. Yeah, we've heard of those. All right, let's get got to a it. Few. Let's Go get to our best guest. Our best guest, if you best could. guest. And this week, our choices are Jim Florentine, who we talked a lot about already. Mike Cannon, a great appearance from Mike. Some great stories. And Mike's buddy, Brendan Sagalow. Chris, go first. Who is your guest of the week? Best I'll guest. tell you what. I think, uh, like I said before, Jim fits in so nicely and is, just has so much background. You know, that happened before ONA, before Jim and Sam. I loved, loved Jim. You know, Cannon brought the stories of being electrocuted, both his father and himself, <laughs> which led to a lot of people talking about that. The bees, you know, his corporate gigs. And then he brought a, a, a just a clunker, which was hilarious, is Rob uh, Delaney's uh, poor performance and set on Jimmy Kimmel. And they just, you know, they just beat it up. And, and, and this is when Rob was starting out young. It wasn't as, as good as he is now. And then we had Brandon Sagalo, which is he was working on his impressions. So I'm sure he, 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 as Sam says, need to work on some of those a little bit more. But for me, Mike Cannon, Mike Cannon brought uh, a lot more. I love Florentine. I always do. He's like the, you know, the guy that's always putting it up and putting up 30 points. But uh, Sagalo had a good, uh, good run to this week. How about you? For me this week, I don't know if Ricky Gervais could have beat Florentine's boss stories. And yeah, like we they said, were Florentine, good. They were good. just such an incredible rapport with both Jim and Sam and history of the show and history of being Anthony and, being instrumental in Jim uh, Norton's career. So just uh, an amazing performance. He's the best guest for me. Now, Chris, I'm going to have you uh, start off line of the week, our other big segment that we usually have towards the end of the show. Absolutely. And and I limit it to just one today because I All knew right. we we're going to be tied on time since we had such great stuff. But during the B talk, and of course they were watching videos of hornets uh, and nests and guys digging those out or getting rid of the, the hornets nests and, and such. And, uh, you know, Jim brought that to the table 
And, you know, Jim said that the reason why he watches these Hornet videos at home is he said, you know, I want to see somebody doing something that I'll never experience. And Sam quick back with just, why don't you just keep on watching comedy videos where the audience is actually <laughs> laughing? <laughs> so it just is a zinger. And Sam was quick. I think, I mean, he Sam, is. of course, yeah. doesn't get credit for being a comedic mind as much as the actual comedians that are on the show. But he is so quick. And I think he's learned a lot of how to do it from Jim. He's always had a great sense of humor. That's why he's not only lasted in this yeah. radio world and, and the Jim and Sam universe, but is, has been open anthony, a, I should say, but is thriving it, in it because of that. It's and he a picked quickness, up all too. the stuff. Yeah. Picked up everything he could from all these legendary comics. So a lot of credit to Sam there. Um, my line of the week, and it it came, uh, apparently this is kind of secondhand as, as Jim retold it, uh, it came during Jim's vacation uh, when his girlfriend was talking to him about something. And Jim said, Stop talking. I'm trying not to S my pants. He didn't <laughs> say was, S, though. No, he didn't. Just, just picturing someone saying that to a, a loved I, one or someone they're attracted to is, is uh, incredible. We've talked about that a lot, and I can understand that sentiment because it's, you're doing everything you possibly can just to make it to the restroom. So That's before we want. wrap it up for this week, we got to have a little, uh, a little uh, note for yeah. next week. You know, I'm going on vacation. I will be listening to Jim and Sam because I'm going driving on vacation. But um, the, we may delay in bringing out the uh, podcast. It may not come out as normally, but you're going to take the reins and do the majority of the heavy lifting, and I'll still edit it and put you together. But maybe if you're up for it, you can check in with me. Uh, I'm going to be in Nashville, and uh, and I can share a little bit of what's going on, and we can put that into the podcast as well. Let's do it. We're going to take half of the podcast to Nashville. Let's let's do that. How's that sound? There and everyone, go. be on the lookout for Chris's uh, new podcast about his dad. That sounds uh, it sounds incredible. Thank so. you. Our World War II dad. I appreciate it. Love and it. I once, love that uh, title. Once it, once it goes, uh, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll ask you all to, to like it and on all the things that we like things on, and, and I'll post a little bit about it. But no, another great week. Scott, I can't thank you enough for, uh, for helping us out here, man. Thank you, man. And thanks, everybody, for watching and listening. We appreciate it. Absolutely. And, you know, I may not be there, but I'll be there in spirit. The rest of you, please join us next week in the town square. Thanks for watching and listening to the Jim and Sam Town Square. Please remember to like and subscribe and turn on that notification bell, not Doug Bell, so you don't miss an episode. And if you're just listening to the podcast, please leave us a five-star review. We really appreciate it. <laughs>